0: Parashas the starts with a reminder about the laws of Shabbos. Before they were taught to be the Mishkan, they were reminded about Shabbos. The Mesa, the reason we're celebrating today, is the occasion, it's a number of years now, that our Shul Baruch Hashem, has been zeichot to use the Shabbos generator. Why is that a cause for a celebration? So let's first explain the surgeth, and then we'll explain the hashkafer. And then, as always, related to Chinuch. It's well known that there's a disagreement between the place scheme about the use of electricity in Israel and Shabbos. And the majority opinion in post-remerited Israel is that it was not allowed to use electricity in Shabbos because being as electricity is not produced automatically. It's being produced by people. People who have to shovel the coal and add it to the, so to speak, to the, the Furnaces which power the turbines, people which have to regulate the flow of the current. And being Aziz are Malachis to which are being done by Jews, therefore it's also to get Hana from malachas done by Jews and Chabs. That was the opinion of the Khazanish, the opinion of Rabbi Yoshef, the opinion of Rosh Uzlam Nurbach, and many other poiskies. Again, Haloch is halakh but not using electricity and Shabbos means that a person doesn't have air conditioning means that a person doesn't have heating means that a person can't use the fridge and freezer or even the lights I remember years ago when I was a still visiting Rav Novet, the author of Shemir Shabbos, his family for a Shabbos he didn't use electricity, he held like many other personal resources. So into the shabbos table which had two small battery-powered lights that was before the days of leds so they definitely weren't strong led torches like there are today those two very weak lights powered by batteries on the table they called them luxes kind of gave it like a bunch of of 'er, above atmosphere of course there was no cold there was no heating on they had to use the gas to keep the food hot because I couldn't use electricity and I heard from someone in such a family that they had to plan very carefully how much food to buy for Shabbos because being as they couldn't use the fridge or freezer on Shabbos so whatever wasn't eaten at Shabbos was thrown out because it wouldn't stay good now if that Locher requires us to do something that Locher requires we don't have an option That's on the other hand, experiencing such a Shabbos is very difficult. Whether it's in winter and you know you're going to be cold, or in summer you know you have no escape from the heat, you don't have the option of serving ice cream or anything else which is a fridge or freezer, you don't even have decent lighting. It makes a certain atmosphere which if one has to keep, it will keep. But it definitely doesn't Foster a love or an anticipation for Shabbos. And that's why it's such a bracha that it's worth celebrating every year. It's worth celebrating the generator. Because it gives us an option to on the halachic aspect, keep the halacha in the most way possible. And at the same time to enjoy Shabbos with all the requirements we need. The air conditioning here in the shul is strong enough that people in summer come specifically to Lanya because it's so cool in the afternoons. The heating, the lights, when there was a power outage in the snow a few weeks ago in the whole of Ramadish school So yes, people came to put plates on in the shul because we had a generator. So it gives us the opportunity to keep both the Zahra and the sham. To keep the halacha of Shabbos with all the him and at the same time to anticipate and enjoy Shabbos. And I want to explain why this is so important. Because it doesn't just apply to Shabbos, it's a general principle which applies to many, many mitzvahs. And that is, besides for the halachic aspect of the mitzvah, and our adherence to every point in halacha there's also an extremely important part of our mitzvah observance which is our feeling towards the mitzvahs do we anticipate and look forward to the mitzvahs or is it something we dread or something which we have to do but definitely aren't looking forward to, it, definitely don't appreciate it makes a difference to us and here's what comes to khinach it makes a very big difference to our children Someone that grows up in an atmosphere where the mitzvahs are something to be anticipated, something enjoyable, something which is the way a person, so to speak, looks forward to, then it leaves that impression. Whereas mitzvahs which a person grew up dreading or hating, or hoping won't happen, makes its impression as well. And even if a person would be most nephesh to keep the mitzvah, But the feeling it leaves behind of oh no, this is the gonna deal with this mitzvah again definitely weakens the connection to that mitzvah. For example, another mitzvah sukkah. For somebody whose sukkah is a makeshift uh, so to speak plank of wood, squashed into a very narrow balcony because there's no room for a table. And it means that no one can enjoy the antif meal because there's no room to sit normally, and it means half the family has to be sitting inside and half outside. So, in a case like that, a Muslim will make a kind of yes, they have to, but they definitely won't enjoy they definitely want to look forward to sukkahs. Whereas, if a person can make a sukkah like a palace and if it becomes as comfortable, if not more, than his normal house, then sukkah is the mitzvah which a person looks forward to, it changes. The atmosphere, it changes the way that a person relates to service. I was once working in a program with Rabbi Wolofsky. for boys who had come from from homes and never, for whatever reason, had given up bits of observance. And the idea was to try and bring them back in again. was a specific boy, Rabbi Wolofsky asked him, he came from a very from family of what happened, why did you decide to stop keeping everything? And his answer was, he hated Shabbos. As a kid he knew, he would dread Shabbos every week. What was so terrible about Shabbos? He said he knew that when he woke up Friday morning, his mother was in a frantic state, Shabbos is coming, Shabbos, Shabbos! And as a result, she would be in this same state the whole of Friday, and he said he and his siblings knew that the best thing to do when Friday came to do was keep out of the house, run, and there was something to be scared of toward the end of the week, help, Shabbos is coming, and that leaves a feeling of distaste, of being afraid, being, so to speak, looking to run away from Shabbos. Not the way it's meant to be it's not the way it's meant to be yes even if a person is machmir and a person is careful and there's so much to do but there also has to be the reminder that the point of chinuch in mitzvahs is to present the mitzvahs as something we enjoy as something we look forward to but the Gemara says about shulahs it's something pleasant and something we want. And something we anticipate. As opposed to something which we're scared of and something we try to run away from. I remember when my daughters were small, I was living in the Miri Yesheva. And twice a year they used to come with me to the Yesheva. The one time was for the simplest place, the The other time was for the. And as we know, what well, it looks like in the yeshiva, it looks special it was the musterah. So, we have one side, we have all kinds of food set up, music, dancing. And after circus, when we went back into normal routine, I used to take them to their gun every morning and then go to the lunch And I remember them asking me after I dropped off and where are you going to? So I'm going to Yeshiva. And the reaction was, it's not fair, we also wanted to go to Yeshiva. And I asked them why. And they thought, Yeshiva. Yeshiva means dancing, Yeshiva means music, Yeshiva means lots of food. So I thought, <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm so lucky, I'm going there every day. Now, the best medrash I was in in the mirror, and it wasn't uh, the daily schedule. But on the other hand, I thought, why do I change their minds? It's a good thing if they associate shiver with something to go, that they enjoy. Something positive, something that they look forward to going to. Even if later they on they're going to learn that there's more to your shiver than just dancing as a simple story. <coughs> I want to suggest a second point also. We know for many Jews, their connection to Shul is Yom Kippur. Their connection to Davini is what they call the High Holidays. Now, it's good that there's some connection. It's good, at least on Yom Kippur, they move to come and join in. But there's a problem with that. Because Yom Kippur is not an easy day. It's an important day. It's a day where we can achieve... Kapara for ourselves, we can be zekh to a good day, but it's not an easy day. It's a day of fasting, it's a day which is hard on a person, physically, and if a person's only association with shul is Yom Kippur, then it's going to develop a certain negativity. Okay? The kind of thing, a person says, oh no, it's time for you, Yom Kippur's coming again. And the efforts are going to come and even if they're going to participate. But it's not something necessarily they're going to look forward to. And that's going to have an effect on the entire relationship, on the entire connection to ushul. It's something which is like, has that, so to speak, subliminal feeling of, Oh no, it's Yom It's hard, it's fasting, it's a long day. At least, the ushul experience should be extended it's a simple story also to put it to a different kind of a experience in Shul. that it's not just the shadow of something which is people tend to look to avoid or are scared of something people actually look forward to there's more than this also and when end says, one of the reasons that we eat on erev Yom Kippur is because we want to show that the whole year we look forward to such a day. The whole year is that we look forward to the opportunity that Yom Kippur gives us. I want to paraphrase that. Perhaps part of the reason of eating an erev Yom Kippur. It's not just for the person who's on the level to show that they're looking forward to Yom Kippur. To show that this is an opportunity to get Kapara, which they've been anticipating the whole year. But I think there's a second aspect also. That's what generates the feeling of anticipation. It's true Yom Kippur is a fast day, but if a person knows that every Yom comes with a, a mitzvah to eat, and I miss it to enjoy what one eats, then yes, part of the Yonkipa experience is something a person looks forward to. Part of the Yonkipa experience is something a person enjoys. And therefore, it's not something which is just, so to speak, dreaded, it's just disdained. It's something which is also looked forward to. And that's the second aspect. The chiddush of mitzvahs, which we meant to enjoy a mitzvah, we meant to look forward to a mitzvah. Sometimes, when it comes to halacha, like we spoke about, there's no options. is We can try to work around that, that a person should appreciate the mitzvah. We can't change the halacha. But when it comes to khumrus, when it comes to added elements, so to speak. Which are meant to enhance and improve the mitzvah. That it needs a cheshbon. If, the, if even though one gains, so to speak, an added meticulousness in keeping the mitzvah, if it's going to result in a loss of the enjoyment or connection to the mitzvah, it might be more kedaih not to do it, because that's also a very important important part of keeping mitzvahs. Shabbos has a zakhar and Shabbos has a Shammar. And yes, so the Malachas themselves, the dinim of mukta, or the restrictions that the halacha places on us in Shabbos, will make certain difficulties for people. Will make it something which people, some of them, will not look forward to. Because Shabbos is coming. We have to counteract that. We have to counteract it by making, on an the other hand, Shabbos something which is enjoyable. Something which, Shabbos is something which is looked forward to. If a person says, well, I hate Shabbos, it's a long afternoon, there's nothing I can do. That's the problem. It's true, we can't use it to allow something which is Torah forbids. But we has to find alternatives. Ways to make Shabbos something enjoyable. Ways to make Shabbos something which a person looks forward to. Paraphrasing the famous story of Moshe Feinstein. And he was asked about how it was that Jews who came to America at the turn of the previous century and were most and nefesh and lost their job every week to keep Shabbos and were not didn't merit that their own children should become Shabbos. The most famous said, Yiddish, because the attitude that they gave to their children was as fair to the Nazid. It's difficult to be Jewish. And every Shabbos kind of the feeling of Oh, Yvay, Shabbos. Another time we're going to lose our job. That feeling gets passed along. And if a child feels that same sense of this dread, oh no, Shabbos. So, yes, they're also going to turn that into the next step of running away from Shabbos. Whereas, again, not minimizing the assigned people, people face. But if at the same time, Shabbos would have been, it's true there's difficulty. Involved, but at the same time, there's a level of we're looking forward to Shabbos. A Karas in the Shabbos Eynik, and yes, it's something which we want for, something we want. That feeling is passed across too, and children also look forward to Shabbos. It doesn't make a difference so much what the reason is. Some people look forward to Shabbos. On their high medraga, maybe they feel more of the ruchness of Shabbos. There are other people who may be on a different level. And what they look forward to in Shabbos is better food. What they look forward to in Shabbos is wearing fancy clothes. What they look forward to in Shabbos is being able to sleep later, or sleep in the afternoon. What they look forward to in Shabbos is not the pressure of getting to work. It doesn't make a difference. As long as they are looking forward to Shabbos, it's good. As long as they enjoy Shabbos, it's good whatever the reason is going to be because that's what's going to keep them connected to it and there's something about for the mitzvahs too the idea of making a mitzvah something we look forward to, something we enjoy and appreciate is a built-in connection and therefore yes it's us to look for those aspects of the mitzvah which everybody can appreciate on their level it could be what an adult appreciates a different what a child appreciates if you want our children to be able to appreciate Shabbos too, so sitting at formal meals with uh, fancy food, which maybe isn't what children are accustomed to or enjoy, might become something they don't enjoy. The idea of having to sit at the table and with good manners and behave for four hours and, instead of the normal, so to speak, uh, quick meals or the normal activities that they prefer to do, might be something which is very daunting to them might be something which is going to cause them to dis, to develop a dislike for Shabbos. And if that's the case, what needs to do, what needs to do is make Shabbos enjoyable for them too. Whether it's the food they like, whether it's the atmosphere that which they look forward to, but Shabbos has to be something which everybody enjoys. Shabbos is there for everyone. And that's why we're providing a chenuch. Besides the chenuch and halacha, we're providing a chenuch in appreciation for mitzvahs.